Try it again. And we're going in three, two, one, take 12. And it's a protege, eh? Yeah. Chronics are where you say, eh? That was such a lackluster kaboom. Wake up, man. It's, it's post. Yeah. There you go. It's the post 4th of July. It's July 6th, you know. Um, yeah, well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the AIB Show. We are, again, doing things remote but live. Um, amidst here at Amidst Place and Dominic and Doms. Uh, yeah, dude. What'd you get into, by the way? Oh, my mute. Obviously. Fuck this guy. Okay. How's the fourth guy? What'd you get into, dude? I relax all week. I start working out again. No, I mean, what'd you really do, Doug? What did you actually do? Why are we making stuff up? Start working out. You didn't work out the entire weekend, bro. I did. Guy. I did. Guy. I'm about to go right now. Well, you can't go right now because we're recording, so you're not doing anything. So let's, let's hurry this thing up. All right, what we got what first? I don't know. That's what I'm asking you, Doug. I'm seeing a bunch of stuff about Harold and Kumar, which actually was an interesting. Did you actually watch Harold and Kumar, by the way? This is where you respond. What is wrong with your internet? Yo. <laughs> you're frozen. Completely. This is the worst. Yeah, your internet is extra garbage today. You're completely frozen. Can you hear me at least? <sighs> Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. All right. Okay. I heard so how to respond to my question. All right. So I'm going to start. I, I have no idea what you said. I said, have you ever seen Harold and Kumar? Have not. We what? mentioned it on the show in the past. We mentioned it on the show in the past when you guys went searching for murders. You haven't seen Harold and Kumar ever? No. Just why are we moving away from the mic when you're recording for the <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I wasn't talking. Jackass, listen. The air condition just turned on okay. at the laptop. I wasn't talking while walking. There's a delay. <laughs> this guy, he makes it like we're recording for 12 hours. We're recording for a couple of minutes, and within those couple of minutes, we just started. We decided to get up to turn on the air conditioning versus doing it ahead of time. But all right, continue. What do you want to talk about? First of all, you got to see Harold and Kumar. Do yourself a favor, right? right. It's actually, yeah, it's almost racist not to. Um, go watch the damn movie. <laughs> uh, right. Exclusionary zoning, the big EZ. Uh, it's the use of zoning order or ordinance zoning ordinances to exclude certain types of land uses from a given community. So, for example, historically, you know, many white communities have been. Um, designated as only allowing single-family homes. Um, you know, it promotes income segregation by creating areas of concentrated poverty because in and concentrated wealth because in those communities, um, the home values are, are increasing. And for example, like industrial uses historically have been permitted in Black communities and even immigrant communities, non-Black immigrants. Um, communities whereby especially in the south actually if if you if you think about kind of these rundown places 
And even in like Pittsburgh, Cleveland, these black neighborhoods, that's where the industrial things were. So the so the property values did not increase remotely close to the same way that they did in, in typical white communities. Another way of kind of, you know, concentrating the property, like it said. In fact, a fan of the show, Loesch, his wife, Yulia, sent me something about, um, and she made a great, I'm just looking it up, made a great phrase about it in Miami, how, uh, you know, they're trying to change the zoning in black communities that actually have that zoning where it's can only be coconut growth, where it can only be single family houses. They're trying to change it into make it commercial and put a hotel and gentrification. Everybody thinks gentrifying is so good and it often is bad because it's, harming the actual residents there. It's gonna price them out. So imagine you've lived in a neighborhood for three, four generations of your family, 75, 100 years, and all of a sudden you can't afford to live there even though you own your house because of property taxes and the values. So she said something very eloquent that said, uh, politicians and people are changing to eradicate the history of these neighborhoods instead of cherishing them and building upon them. So. It's kind of similar to how we talked about, I don't remember which episode, um, where I-95 and highways in general came through many predominantly minority neighborhoods and not white neighborhoods and destroyed them um, and also added to the pollution there um, and displacing people. Overtown in Miami, a once thriving black community, the Mecca of the South. You know, we talked about Tulsa, how it was, you know, the 20s was this ideal community where Overtown was the, in essence, uh, a renaissance place just of, of Black activity. I-95 came in 1961, three years before the Civil Rights Movement, and completely changed that. Now, just now, what's, you've been to that new restaurant in Overtown that everybody is into now? Um, Red Rooster? Yes, see? So now Overtown which is- a, Which is a transplant from New York. Yeah, but that's that's at the um, harm of the residents there, which that'll happen again from the '60s and blah blah blah. So, okay, but that's also, a, but that's also a, a a black owned restaurant as well. That is, but at the pricing that you're doing in that community, so it, it, gotcha. it it's good. But you know, when that comes in, guess what happens next? Somebody says, oh, it's like Winwood, like, oh, that happened there, then something else comes, and then you have all the ones that come in, property values go up. So it's Yeah. I mean, they built a freaking condo nice. building right across Red Rooster, which and the condo building, um, it's, it looks nice. Uh, but again, but see, but now it's interesting. It was a thriving area. Then as far as I've lived in Miami up until now, it was an area that I would not live in. Um, and then now it's an area that they're trying to they're trying to I guess to, I mean, it's becoming gentrified, but they're trying to revive, however you want to say it, but revival, generally speaking, independent of, of a lot of things comes at the cost of the past. Revival it, it is a lot of, let's start from scratch. I, I, I even know if, if it's just maybe a euphemism, revival as opposed to gentrification. I think in the utopian sense, a revival is better than a gentrification. True, but revival, but yeah, because re, what revival means that the same community stays there, but now the area is building up. A gentrification is new communities coming in and normally it's new communities come in by the way which is the sad reality too um but yeah that's weird on a side note 
I just saw this on the AP. Man bitten by neighbor's escaped python in toilet in Austria. Bruh. I feel like that was enough in Australia. Australia. Yeah. No, Austria. Australia oh, Austria. sounds like a given. I was gonna say, I was like, no. yeah. yeah. In Austria, you're not looking at your toilet before you before you're doing whatever, especially for a python. The man said 65-year-old victim, quote unquote, felt a nip in the genital area. You must be mad. Nip. This is a python in your toilet. Hell no, man. That's been madness. Oh, you best oh man. This, this dude should be furious at his neighbor. That's just wrong on so many levels. But yeah, dude felt a nip is how this went down. Um, yeah, that, that was, uh, that, I just saw that. And I thought that was, uh, ridiculous in many, which ways on another random side note, did you know Jessica Alba's got a 13 year old daughter? I feel like Jessica Alba has just been young forever. And then there's a picture with her and her daughter. And I was like, that's insane. How time has gone by. I'm not sure where you're going. <laughs> just saying, I just said it. it's insane. How time has gone by. I literally just went there. I just said it. Said how old I am is what it's just it's my it's my it's it's my also, uh, morbidity. Like a, a multi billion dollar skincare company, I think she just exited from it. Yeah, she hasn't. She had a, she she had a couple things that actually did very very well for her in that scenario. So yeah, yeah, she was crushing it there. But she was she was she was a talk of the town for quite some time, and then not so much, and then now back again, I guess. But yeah, either way, that was just something that caught me off guard. I had no idea that, that was. Uh, that I had no idea that she was she was that old. Uh, on another random note, so everything happened last week regarding college students getting uh, the right to earn oh, money. Yes, yes, and yes. everybody's been blowing up in that game. But I mean, it's crazy how many deals. Well, everybody's like, "Oh my god, they did this so quickly!" Nah, man, these have been going in. These these guys been just ready to pull the trigger for a long time. So many deals were struck. Clarify for the people who have no idea what you're talking about. So July 1st. So the NCAA, July 1st, and the NCAA allowed uh, student athletes to benefit, to profit, not profit, to profit off of their image and likeness. I.e., uh, so, and this all came about because one, I think, he, I forgot where the guy played ball. I want to say it was UCLA. Um, uh, this guy played football. He saw himself in in in, uh, in NCAA. Oh, okay. Ed O'Bannon, basketball, UCLA. Basketball, sorry, there you go. So he saw himself in the NCAA basketball game uh, and thought it was kind of cool, but then he was like, hold up, I'm not getting paid for this. And that then he started following students. He was one of the pioneers of kind of changing the way this is because he wasn't getting paid for any of this stuff. And this was a thing that was going on for a hot minute. And anyway, he started following suit to his benefit and uh, caused a lot of these things to kind of get in motion. Anyway, the kids now can benefit off their likeness and their um their image. So now the NCW, by the way, is coming back out with the game. Um so now the kids will find there'll be some profit sharing, I assume, for them to come back out with this. But a bunch of a bunch of kids went in and created um they got a bunch of deals. Like immediately signed in with like your local your local car dealership, your some of them may have created their own stores uh, online so they can sell apparel with their name and stuff on there and they're and now they can go out and they'll sell um uh, autographs, all kind of stuff like that, you know? So it's, it's, but it's, uh, it's, 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 and then one of the claims in general about all of this, which is everybody would get, obviously we're fighting against this is, well, this is going to tarnish the team sport aspect, which they can go to hell with that one. But the other part of that too, which is weird is that they're like, this is going to ruin, um, the team culture. 
as if to say in other sports where there is dollars and now again it's, it's to say that everybody's currently equal on the team and they're not some players are better than others and they get treated better independent of financially you're not getting treated the same as the star quarterback if you are fifth string whatever like let's be real so this is only this is literally the same thing you are not going to make the money that that person is making either because nobody cares about your jersey as much until you become good this is just the reality of the world so this is capitalism is at his at his at his greatest not greatest this is capitalism which is also why it got uh it got a lot of republican uh support because it claims to it's quote unquote capitalistic so it's a very interesting dynamic how that went out no but um so a few things um mm -hmm. we mentioned because of his lawsuit the nca game stopped years ago like video games Correct. college games it's coming back but dr king who's the star quarterback for the university of miami go canes mm -hmm. he has been at the forefront of this he created a company with florida state's quarterback to actually do nfts and um promote events for these athletes college athletes and stuff and he signed a couple of deals and he's now pushing for UM um, to have events where the entire team would benefit, meaning even if yeah, he gets they kind of spread it out. So to help some of the players who, you know, based on the rules, the players can't get jobs. So you could be in college and still. get paid. Still, you could be, no, now, yeah. now you can get paid. Now, but no, no, now you get paid, but you can't have a job. job. I kind of like this better than the job. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. But still, but what if, what if you're not a big name player? No one wants your your name, image, or likeness. That's what sucks. You should be able to get a job. So there's there are actually athletes who they're getting free meals, so to say, quote unquote, and stuff. But they can't afford to go buy clothes or go get other food, and they actually want to work, and they're being prevented from being allowed to work. So. It's wild, but this is great. I love it. Prevented from working, uh, not prevented from being allowed to work. You hmm? said it wrong. They're not prevented from being allowed to work. They're prevented from working because they're not being allowed to work. So they're prevent that by default. They're prevented from being allowed to work. Prevented from being. Prevented being allowed to work. It's a double negative. Sports Illustrated had a, a really messed up cover where they put a bunch of UN players on it. And for their numbers, they put um, their jersey numbers, they put dollar signs. And then for their names, they just put mine, which I thought was really messed up because subconsciously it reinforces beliefs who think these college athletes are spoiled and should get this. And then it also kind of convinces others who didn't think this way to think like that. And this is an amazing thing. It's a billion, multi-billion dollar industry that these schools- yes, I mean Anybody who is still on the other side of it, i.e. people saying that they got enough for, in essence, imagine this, right? You pay, and we're probably beating a dead horse here because I assume many people listening to this, by that I mean the two who are, are probably aligned with our thought process. So there's no need to beat the dead horse with this. But simply put, for those who aren't, 
if I played football and I got a scholarship to the school and I blew my knee out, right? And I got a scholarship to the school, let's be real. My academics were never the priority. And they may claim that they are, but they're not because you're putting in so many hours into football. The, the academics, you have to get tutors, et cetera, to kind of just keep up with class. So people who are, there's some football, there's some athletes and there's always outliers, by the way. But there's some athletes who graduate as Rhodes Scholars and stuff like that. Those people are freaking geniuses, like props to them on every which way, because to be able to juggle the schedule and everything else when you're traveling the road and you best believe like even right now. Right. So Miami's first game is Alabama. This is all that's getting drilled in these kids heads from ever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all they're thinking about. Everything else is in the back burner completely. Right. Everything. So for you to go and say, well, you're getting the education. You're not. The education is not the focus. Now, if they were to say, hey, in the after you graduate to whatever else, there's some you can come back and finish your degree, do whatever you want. There's ways to benefit from it. Worst case scenario. But you're in essence putting yourself on the line for a very limited. A, what, what's the percentage that makes the NFL under five? Something like that. Five. It's dude. It's it's under like a tenth of a percent. It's it's there you go. Like a hundredth of a percent, if that. Okay. So so then the great majority, in essence, will. Plus, we talked about this. The value of a college education is significantly less. Yes. Now than it was long ago. Significantly Agreed. less. Agreed. So, again, this devalues the kind of benefit proposition to be able to go to college and do this. Yeah. Right. So um, right now these kids are going to start making some money. Derek King, day one, night one. This is like literally twelve oh one or whatever. Had two deals for for twenty k. Um, as Dominic mentioned, he started, he started the business with the Florida State QB as well. So they'll do some stuff there. And then he's got some other deals in the works as well. Another person, there is Bubba a, Bubba. what's McCall? Bubba got his thing as well. There's a dude, the quarterback from Wisconsin. He even showed off his, his, uh, his logo before this all went down. So he's selling uh, apparel and stuff. And Derek King has got his online site, DerekKing.shop, where he's selling apparel too. So everybody's got stuff, and obviously they ain't got my size and nothing, man. So once they got his medium, hey, some of us just ain't mediums, man. I need, I need a medium in this place. They ain't got nothing. You want this medium? No, bro. I was looking. I went online. I was gonna support the cause, and no medium. So I was like, f this, man. You get nothing from me. Um, beyond my general support and love for the team. Kids sizes for you or anything? One more time. They don't have kids sizes for you? No, they didn't have for the youth. No, I was looking for that. I buy kids large. <laughs> that probably still wouldn't probably still wouldn't fit me. I'd buy it. Hey, don't knock that. I'd buy it. But either way, so that's something that's kind of cool that's finally come to pass. It's been talked about forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And the NCAA still fought it. And finally the Supreme Court went along with this. Finally. Because again, this is going on forever. Like I've literally been hearing this uh since I've been following football. So for me it's twenty from college football. So for me it's twenty years, right? And that means it's been going on for long before that because I was blatantly ignorant prior to that. It's going to be huge in, the, in big name cities, in big name schools. Well, so this is the other thing, right? So the other part of this too, which is one of the reasons why they were fighting against it is because the idea now is that recruiting sways towards major cities. So it's kind of like, you know, playing for, playing basketball, playing for the Lakers versus playing for, yeah, playing for, you know, Milwaukee, um, yeah. you know? Uh, so it's that kind of dynamic. Now, on the flip side, if you are the only major player in that small town, you get all the car dealerships. You can make a good amount of money, one would assume. Yeah, I mean, listen, so, when you're the like Alabama, you have like, they're, they're still gonna do well, but cities like we're gonna get the boost are Miami, 
Yeah. You know, USC, UCLA, three things in Texas, like they're they're gonna get major boosts. Yep. Because you get national recognition in those markets. You're not just in those markets because you're in a big city. Um, you get national recognition. But the other part of that too now is it also becomes much like the regular NFL where now kids will probably or should. So now they're having management companies, by the way, which is a key thing. So now there's management companies managing these kids from now, right? Which is because you can't have an agent, but you can have a manager. Is that, am I correct in that one, Dominic? No clue. Because there are management companies who are taking on these kids. That's how they're learning about these various things because they wouldn't have access to, you know, John Doe's auto, you know, whatever. So they're kind of going through that dynamic. So that's one thing that's happening right now. So management companies are kind of making sure that's a thing, which is great. Then on the flip side, you have, um, so you got management companies pushing that. And then now you also have, um, uh, what was I going to say? Gloria drew a complete blank here. Damn it. I was saying you can't have agents. You have management companies trying to help you out with this dynamic, which is building a whole new business altogether. Right. Like all this stuff is just I mean, there's there's just there's cash flowing in in a very positive way for all these communities overall. Um, so it's it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this plays out because there will be some infighting because there's always infighting. So we'll see how this kind of pans out. But again, this took forever to get done. And it's one of the things that everybody assumed was pretty common sense, but wasn't. It's interesting because I don't know if it was last episode, episode 31 or episode 30. We talked about the high school athletes, you know, mm -hmm. who were especially the basketball players who are um, getting their dues. So it's interesting to see what's going on here. The value of the education going, going down and the players getting what they deserve. Um, yeah. I mean, and again, it was now this is, and Oh, that's what I was going to say. This is, this is people may say that, Oh, this is a crazy thing. We shouldn't do it or whatever, whatever. This is actually very in line with the Olympics. It's the same kind of dynamic where they can benefit from name and likeness and so on but they have to be, this is how they can get additional dollars and cents, right? It's sponsorship deals and stuff like this. It's not, you know, direct payments, if you will. Um, so that's kind of how this dynamic is trying to work out the same way. So this is not uncharted territory. It's always been the same. There are teams, there are Olympic teams forever, all this kind of stuff and they are. So all these things are not things that are, as they would, as people would like you to believe if they are on the opposite side that are, you know, going to end college athletes as we know it. Quite the contrary, probably. But so that's that. So there's college athletes. On a side note, did you did you watch the Fast and Furious? Because I know we talked about it last week or week before. No, we talked about it on IG Live every Friday oh, yeah. as a reminder. IGTV. Um, check it out. We put it on Facebook as well. I think we're gonna start putting it on YouTube. Um, and I know. By the way, keep what you have mm -hmm. in your head. We, we talked for weeks, if not months, about, hey, these videos will be on YouTube. And I'm sure a few of you checked it out and they never were. Well, Amit's had them up there now for weeks now. Everything is now going, old ones, new ones are going on YouTube. So this time we are telling the truth. Um, go to I, I, I said this is we. This we. You didn't do your no, job. I said, this on me, I said, man. No, I said we are telling the truth. I said Amit yes. put them on. What's, wrong, what's factually incorrect about that? No, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I said, so Although today. I didn't say it, you said it. So you were lying and go now to, you're telling the truth. <laughs> go to theaibshow.com. Check out the content there. You can also find the YouTube link there and all our other social media links. Um, a bit mentioned Fast and the Furious. We talked about that on our Friday freestyle, which we do every Friday. Um, actually, except for this past Friday, we had 
technical difficulties. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's kind of lying again, but all right. <laughs> every other Friday, trust me. Every Friday, we put it on. It's, it's not on whatever podcast platform you listen to. It's on Instagram and it's on Facebook, so check it out. Links are yeah. all at theaibshow.com. All right, go on. Press no, I'm just saying that they're creating more spinoffs for this damn thing. So apparently Charlize Theron is getting her own spinoff now. So her, she's got a character named Cypher who's in the last two. So now she's getting her own spinoff for this. The Rock and Satham already got their spinoff for it. And so they won't let this thing die. But what was interesting in the title or in the article that I read, it goes with Vin Diesel's blessing. Because apparently Vin Diesel covers all this. And because him and The Rock got in the spat because of this. Hey, Vin Diesel a lot, man. He's just... Okay, man, dude is king of mediocrity, period. Name me one product, and even these films, like, bruv, I don't know if you've seen the last one, but man, is it bad. It is that bad. And it is, it's funny because, I mean, yeah, it's just bad. It's really, really bad. But it, again, I, like I said, I'm still going to watch the rest. I'm, I'm, I'm locked in now. I have, I have no choice but to see how it plays out, but it was bad. But I did see Tomorrow War. And Tomorrow War is the one on Amazon that came out this past Friday, which is Chris Pratt and a bunch of the people. And the first big fight sequence happens in Miami. And uh, I mean, except that it ain't really Miami, but they had a couple oh, yeah. cool shots that were Miami. It's Atlanta. Um, but they had a couple shots that were Miami, like the Freedom Tower downtown. So they did some things that were like, okay, that's Miami. And then all the tight shots were not. But Entertaining, you know, nothing amazing, but definitely entertaining. It's, you know, if you have the Amazon, you might as well watch it. Um, and it's got Homegirl from Chuck. I don't know if you remember that show. You never saw Chuck? No. That was one of the mediocre shows in NBC that was actually interesting enough where I watched quite a bit of it. But either way, that's here. I need that. I, I, I digress. We move on. All right. Justice. Justice. Be better. It's been real, everybody. Um, so you got we're done. As right? always, so appreciate the support. Uh, we get feedback, so thank you. We got some feedback, uh, a lot of feedback last week, actually, over some good and bad. Please let us know what you like, let us know what you don't like. Uh, if you disagree with us or agree with us, we post all the stuff on Facebook and Instagram. So feel free, we appreciate the interaction. Let us know. Yeah. And just so you know, we just had our max viewership two at on our live stream. Now it's back down to one. <laughs> but for a second there, we were at two. We're growing, man. Double last week. It's growing. That's double the growth, everybody. Just so you guys know. We're huge. And, uh, especially because we've been battling Apple a lot in terms of these these issues we'd have with them. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please take the time. 30 seconds. Just give up. Rating and a quick little tips, little little review, and help us out because I don't know what the hell is going on with Apple. Still some issues. Uh, appreciate it. Be better. This is much, a reward. Much love, everybody. Take it easy. Cool.